Welcome into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I am Scott Beeson. Amy Beth Shaver is here with me this morning. I hope you're having a fantastic day here in the heart of God's country. It is a Thursday. Well, it's actually a day that doesn't exist. It doesn't. It is an extra day. We, we're not even going to get older today. We're not going to get older today. You know, I, I know they're trying to adjust the calendar. That's why mm-hmm. we do this. Mm-hmm. But it just doesn't. If it goes wrong, if it goes well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, so if it's you, just you know, inconsequential. Yeah, this day doesn't matter. So if you commit to something or whatever, it's not really real. No, it's not. If something bad happens, it really didn't happen. Mm-mm. So, well, it's all good. It's just a it's special day. You can day. say what you want, do what you want, whatever. Let's, let's just act. a Friday. Did you, yeah. did you wake up and leap around? I d- you know what? I had great coffee this I morning. I leapt out of bed. and I leapt. I um, skipped to the car. I, well, I skipped down to <laughs> make coffee. <laughs> La Crema from Lavaza. These are in, oh, these are inconsequential mm-hmm. things. So you start also. with coffee before you ever get here. Yes, I've already had two cups of coffee before I get I here. I did not even notice what, what, that. What, why did you not know that? Greg Phillips is also with us. He's making. You're fun on of your third cup. Hey, up top. So y'all like? Are you have serious to get right it to now? Are you telling me? What? Mm-hmm. You're a grown man. I am. Mm-hmm. And you are telling me that you get in the car bewildered, beleaguered, no, like I'm drive sharp. all the children, and you don't even start with coffee? Uh, uh, Who are you? I, I wait, because I, I get up early, and so I'm kind of winding down by the time the show gets going, and it just bumps me back up. That's what it's for. But I can function without it. Scott, I can function without it. Mm-hmm. I've seen you function without it. You know what? What? Do we have any things to throw at you yet? <laughs> You got Kids anything quit throwing pencils in the back. Way? Look, m- if my grandparents got up early and had their my darling they drink coffee grandparents, on an empty stomach. Oh man, I drink I drink coffee. His mic is uh, not on. This is very important. You, you can't that? leave him out of this discussion. I yeah. get I get up early. I drink coffee. Yes. I read the Bible. Mm-hmm. Listen to a little worship music. Up mm-hmm. top. Maybe mm-hmm. take a shower while the music's playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drink another cup of coffee. Why not? And then come in here. And then yeah, you're like, ready. I, and then I, drink more coffee. Right. Okay, hold on. Let's. This is this is cup number four, actually. Okay, well, I probably will have four today because I'm going to go out to dinner with one of my girlfriends, so I need mm-hmm. to stay wide awake. Okay, mm-hmm. locked in, locked mm-hmm. in, loaded. Have other things to do. All right, look. I need to know, guys, first of all, it, you're yawning. Obviously, I know the you need more coffee. Not, I know, I'm just starting. What time do you get up in the morning? Um, 4.30 generally. Okay. That's insane. <laughs> what time do you get up in the morning, Amy Beth Shaver? Between 4.30 and 5. God, I'm the late one, and I get up at 5.25. Sometimes I even go and ride my Peloton in the morning. Ride the Peloton really? in the morning with my coffee. You, you do coffee need in the me little, functional. You have the coffee and in the little Gatorade hateful. squeeze thing? I find <laughs> after if I ride, mm-hmm. then coffee, then mm-hmm. some reading mm-hmm. and prayer, mm-hmm. that I'm going to be less hateful. And yeah, even my family knows the difference. The most helpful. I would say the word pouring in, pointing out what a wretched sinner I mm-hmm. am is pretty effective. Mm-hmm. And then the coffee comes and fuels what sin's left over, which is a lot. <laughs> and then the you sin. just don't even know what else is going to be there. So then my husband <laughs> has to pray over us for the day. It's just how it goes. Lots of prayer. But when I met my birth mom, because my dad, because it's confusing mm-hmm. for everybody. Well, okay. my dad, I was adopted at birth, okay? My dad would get up early to go into work. And so I would naturally get up early and they're, they're like, wow, there's like not a minute to ourselves. Meet birth mom, find out she gets up really early as well. So is it nature or nurture? I don't know. 
Minos. So you say Nurture. you get up at 525. Mm-hmm. Sky, what time do like you get it. up? What time do you get up and do you have coffee on an empty stomach? Because apparently for Scott, this is scandalous. This is weird. I, I don't know any other way to have coffee in the morning. Thank except you. On an empty really? Stomach. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy the coffee with food or right after the food. With, with my breakfast. Well, that's good I'm too. I'm breaking but, but, the fast. But first thing, out of uh, you've got to start with the coffee before Thank uh, you. Oh, you have to have I mean, water. The house percolates with the You have scent. to have water in the morning. That's, what, that's why you drink black coffee. To get the water? It's got the water right. in it. Yeah. I just That's, saw what Doctor Lady last night say. For every cup of water you drink, a cup of coffee you drink, you need to have five cups of real water to get all the stuff out. That's so much nonsense. That's I, use, I use a coffee filter, Scott. <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't know how you're making your coffee. That, that filters out all the pisins. <laughs> I do intermittent fasting every day, and I couldn't do it. I do I would, too. I, would, I don't eat all day. I wouldn't make it until noon when I can eat. If I didn't have coffee. That's exactly how I feel. My, I wouldn't survive. Yeah. My intermittent fasting is when the food runs out at one meal <laughs> before I'm able to find a snack. And there is that intermittent time in there where I'm not eating Scott, something. Three cool. meals a day is technically intermittent fasting. Uh, have you not? In, uh, it's a great thing. Is it? Yeah, it is. Is it really? Yes. I would be, have you not tried I it? I would be so tired. You wouldn't if I be didn't so tired, get a you super bacon biscuit Mm-mm. that Tina and the gang have made for me with love and and said to have a wonderful day and and laughed about whether I want a pack of ketchup or not because I'm struggling with the high fructose corn syrup, whether I should have that pack of ketchup. No. And it just would not be the same. Are you saying that biscuits would, don't make I you would, tired? I would weigh 900 pounds if I did that. <laughs> I would be so large, I wouldn't fit through the door. You could just do a little extra on the Peloton. No. No. That's not how it okay. works. I mm-hmm. Now that I've basically cut bread out of my life, mm-hmm. I makes me feel tired when I have bread. Really? Yeah, really. And I love bread. Now, Greg my probably girls are is great the... bread bakers. Greg is probably the expert on the intermittent fasting and the health benefits. Are you, do you eat bread? So do you, do you at really all? buy into all that? That that you start. What's the word where you start getting rid of all the bad things in your body? Toxigenophony. It works. There's a word. There's a word Autophagy. for it. One. That's the word. All right. Once you get vocabulary leader again, and your and your your body sort of adjusts to I'm not going to eat until noon. I don't even think about it. Yeah. Now, if I didn't have coffee, I would think because the coffee kind of it's like the it's like the vape of food. You, you, yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, I think but, it did. <laughs> but, but before I started all this, before I got sick and all these different things that happened, donuts were a huge part of my life. I love donuts. I can love, say that. Love I can. me some donuts. Kryptonite. And I had yeah, it is. But they I, call I had to just completely give up donuts. Mm-hmm. Illnesses. Sugar. All that sugar, so, so bad. We ate badly last night. I fasted yesterday mm-hmm. and didn't eat until dinner. We went to La Paz. It's still really good, What's by the that? way. It doesn't sound, it doesn't sound um, like eating badly. After what La- did you have at La Paz? I did fish tacos. Did you? They're delicious. That still sounds way. good. That it's seems yum. healthy. Like, we probably should have a celebratory meal mm-hmm. at some point mm-hmm. in our lives at La Paz. Okay? I'm well, just they need to sponsor. Throw it out there. And so what we did, mm-hmm. I needed some cookies. Oh, okay. And I thought cookies... Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me get this right. I don't... Is this it? Where's it at? They've done something to my stuff. You know what? Stuff. Because the Holy Spirit doesn't want you I to make fun of me. I anymore. don't eat bread, but I might eat some cookies. 
Listen, if it turns out if I go to Mexican before basketball games, the games go better. And so afterward, I was like, you know what? I ate so well. Let's celebrate so, with so the good eating. So many things go better when I, eat, when I eat Mexican. I was like, you know what? I, I go I better. Feel like, the game goes better. I feel like have a margarita I need cookies. Or two and things go really well. It was a once a whatever situation. Was it a big margarita? No. I, I'm a lightweight. <laughs> It was basically a kid's cup. Like, it's embarrassing when my friends go out there like, you don't want another one? And I'm like, no. And now I'm going to have to just stop talking because I can't function. I don't like to be out of control. Okay. okay there, I yeah. said it. I right, said it right, out loud right. in case you wondered it. I said it. Flush out the Holy Spirit but we, in with the margarita. He said, with do the- not be drunk with wine. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I will not get drunk. I think I've heard so I that eat from baby. I don't. I'm not excluding the margarita. Yeah. I'm saying he says don't be drunk. <laughs> he the caveat is with wine, but don't be drunk. So I don't do that. But I had a little bit, and then I was like, let's finish off the sugar high with cookies. Let's just completely ruin it. And you know what? I had to take a nap before the do. basketball game. Well, I was so tired. I hate sugar. It hates me. <laughs> But yesterday the pull was too. It was like it was a devil. Mm-hmm. It just pulled me in. No bread. Cookies, Went across the street to Crestline Coffee, Church Street Coffee. The cookies mm-hmm. were great. They weren't as good as mine. But and then I felt sad and I took a nap in the car before the game because I was like, oh yeah, this is why I don't like sugar. Okay. Do you feel that I'm I'm being serious? Let me be clear. I like sugar a lot. Okay. Way too much. Maybe I should say I like sugar. I've just given up on it. And then, you, and then you have things that I used to be addicted to marginally, like Oreos. Mm. So, but that's sugar, fat, trans fat. Crisco, it, the you, whole nine yards. Yeah, yes. What, whatever is bad for you is. Is that hard. one of the things that's illegal in like Europe? It yeah. should be. Oh yeah. Okay. Oreos, Oreos is yeah. on the bad list. Oh, it, it it's on be. the bad list. They, they only have things real, like digestives, which are divine. Oh. Anyway, I gave all those up and. Now I'm, you know, reasonably healthy, but, but if I ate that, the, mm-hmm. the biscuit, what else you put on it? Cheese. It's a bacon, super bacon. And it comes with a fried egg, extra bacon, and uh. cheese. So it's, it is a meaty so, biscuit. It's not so, like when it's all bready, you know, mm-hmm. it's got a ton of stuff to eat. Do you get the hash browns with it? No, no, no. no that's that's too much. It's if too I much. did that, that would be unhealthy. Scott, so, you so eat the hash browns. So that's you, on the other every other day when I get the deluxe breakfast. <laughs> So, so, so three days a week, <laughs> three days a week you eat fifteen hundred calories for breakfast, mm-hmm. and two days a week you eat twenty five hundred. I'm not I was thinking. And he's making fifteen hundred and twelve hundred for my once 15, every seventeen hundred and two weeks. Man. And then I fast all the way to lunch. After that, Zach, I can't uh. all the way to lunch. <laughs> You are what my husband calls non-compliant. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I mean, I'm trying to do I've better. I've heard enough over the years that I know just enough to be dangerous, mm-hmm. and I know that word non- non-compliant. non-compliant. And fr- He's a big fan of keto and a big fan word? of that first Autophagy. Autophagy. Scott. If you if you can do keto and you can actually embrace that and get into it mm-hmm. and keep those carbs, you know. Below 20-ish mm-hmm. a day. You feel like a new person. It absolutely do. You really, really? get energy. Absolutely like do. Because of Allison and the Daniel situation, I mm-hmm. poured a lot more veggies into lunch and 
truly, except for Dave's Killer Bread that's the seeded one. Although my daughter's going to get us to start making it, so we're completely eliminating anything on the oh, days. Oh, she's going to make the, uh, the she's bread She's looking with, for a grain mill all and nuts. all the things. I showed you a good one. Look yeah, your, well, she your, found another one that's even less, but really uh, good. Yeah. Your, body, your body's going to burn sugar first if it's there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's going to burn fat if it can't burn sugar. That's okay. It. I mean, it's kind it's, of magical. But you got to have some carbs, right? The people who are just totally anti-carb. I mean, you're going to get some from your vegetables, a few fruits and stuff. You yes. need that kind of stuff. Yes. And so keeping it in that, for me, keeping it in that 20 range is hard. I mean, yeah. know, if I get bumped up on 20, then, I mean, I'll actually stop eating. Yeah. But, you feel kind of full but, and slow. But you can you can say you're doing keto if you take it up to 25 or so. Mm-hmm. Problem is, you know, picking up an Oreo or eating... You know, just complete nonsense. It's, it's just bad for you. What's he pointing at me with the yeah, coffee? Yeah, no, I, was point, I was pointing at the coffee. Over there. In the it other was room. over there. But the funny if thing I is that the reflective mirror is pointing back at was, you. Yes. yes. If I would just stop the refined sugars, that would be a huge yeah, thing how, for me. How, how is it you don't weigh like 7,000 pounds? I weigh like 250. I'm down, by the way. Are you down? I'm down like how are you 7 down? pounds. I, because I've been fasting between... Breakfast, my lunch, biscuit, and, and <laughs> You're so full of it. Because the in-between meal <laughs> snacks was probably another 1,500 calories every day. Golly. I mean, I was hoping this morning as I was eating my biscuit on the way in that somebody had gone by the patisserie. No. Because a strawberry Pop-Tart, Mm-mm. lovingly made, would have been fantastic. I think for kids, let me just say this. I think for young, young athletes in particular, mm-hmm. like yours, yours, um... It's important. Balance is way more important than yes. cutting out sugar. Yes. They, they, need, they need balance. They do need balance. I think Will's just finally figured out the right. Right. The right. Balance. Yeah. Because he was given the freedom to do so, which I appreciate. Oh, very good. Hey, we got to take a break. Greg Phillips is with us. We'll be back. Welcome into the program, everybody. We are back. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson. Don't forget, it is a leap day, a special day, an extra day that doesn't really exist. It is the 29th day of February in the year of our Lord, 2024. I am here. Amy Beth Shavers here. Sky's here. Greg Phillips is filling in, I guess, for a little while for Allison Sinclair. Allison is somewhere. She's at the doc. She's at the doctor. That's not a HEPA violation, is it? No. A HEPA? HEPA? No, we... Is it HEPA? Well, we're not going to tell her. Is HEPA a filter and a Did she tell it? Doctor we just talked about... She said. She, did she say? Which way? Did she say? What say? kind of doctor? I mean, she's going to the old person doctor. She, my husband's not an old person doctor, but they she's are, not going to see my husband. They, when do they start saying to go see your kind of husband's doctor? 45. Who's, yeah. Who's the... What, what exactly is an old person's doctor? Gastroenterologist. That, yeah. When my you got to go get the... Yeah, but that's it? That's that's the old person's doctor. Because only one old person's doctor. Yeah. Because you go to regular so. doctors all the time, your whole life. But those are the ones that they send you to when, no, when you, you start to get a certain age. You throw in the cardiologist. Age. You throw in the oncologist. You throw in the True. pulmonologist. Oh. You throw in the gastroenterologist. There's and a then difference. perhaps yeah. you would throw in the endocrinologist, or possibly even the urologist. You, I was getting. I was getting there. <laughs> I was getting there. So six are in the old people category, Scott. Yeah, Not okay. just one. I know, but that's the one that everybody you tells know what? you to go to Mine when you reach 45. Mine is the most 45. fun because we laugh the most. You know, back in the old days, they used to have something in cars called built-in obsolescence. 
And I've long believed that God, oh, God, did, God did that to us. Built-in right. obsolescence. Yeah, so at like 50,000 miles back in the old days, your, your belts and your pipe, I mean, everything in the car had to be changed out. Right. It was all going yeah. to start breaking and going bad. Right. Same thing in your body. I believe. God, uh, God, God built in some obsolescence. It's true. You wake up one day and the things your mom told you are actually true. Yeah. You're like, what the crap? I went to sleep fine. I woke up mad. Like, I'm broken. Right. Like, what is wrong? Mm -hmm. The good news is, I wonder if this is the same for men, and I know we have to talk about mm -hmm. uh, a certain race that is kind of insane right now, mm -hmm. but at 50, Jenny Thomas, I was at an event, mm -hmm. and she talked about waking up at 50, and she's like, J you cannot wait for 50. It is wonderful. You wake up and you don't care. <laughs> you go from women caring and being concerned, and then one day you wake up and you know, I don't, I don't care. care. I... I can attest to that. And I wonder if it's the same for men. Or do you just not care your whole life and we're just now getting earlier. to that point? Yeah, it did start earlier. You know, the other thing about, about men is, especially men that played athletics when they were mm -hmm. younger, mm -hmm. I have this this belief that that guys always think that they're like one or two workouts away from how they were when they were 20. <laughs> That's that true. Is so I, true. That's literally the other day I was I've like, I've still right? got I, it. I, I, can, I, can, I, still, I still got it. You know, I still you're got kind it. Of like, yeah. You know, I just need a little yeah. work, but I'm good. Yeah, I can do it. I remember when Chris but came home no and retired from Saturday rec league basketball. Uh, he yeah. came home and he's like, I am self retiring. And I was like, Are you? <laughs> yeah, but if you ask him right now, he'd say, You know, I could get back in there. If I wanted to, yeah, I could do. Oh, I don't he and Will to, do it right, almost every could. night. If he, if Will's at the house, he's like, I could take you. Yeah. Right. And then last night we were watching him get ready, and he was like, oh, he's pretty strong. And I was like, he is. <laughs> but there's that constant. I got yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. Because he has this belief that he's just a one or two workouts yeah, away. One or two I workouts. love you that. You never grow up. Yeah. It's like, oh. When I was in the Senate, there were guys now, that were, that were se you know, seventy plus. So I'm a lot older than you guys, yeah. right? You're not. Mm -hmm. You're a high school career old. I mean, I'm 44. She's 50-something, so, you, I mean, you're a lot older than me. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Stop at some point, at some point it, do, it does hit you, though. It really, yeah. It, it's yeah. real. It's like, you know, okay. This is bad. I'm, I'm trying to do the Caleb plan. I can't it's get up. Fighting weight still at 80, that kind of thing. You know what? I just, yeah. I tell my kids I'm going to live to be 100, so who yeah. am I going to live with? I weigh the same. I weigh the same right now that I did when I was 24. What? I can't say I did. I can't. I'm really? Not, I'm not there. Mm -mm. I'll have to. Mm -mm. I avoid. My my scale turns on and looks at me and I'm like, mm -mm, not today, Satan. What I <laughs> Is say. it like the magic mirror? Yeah, like if you get mirror near it, it's so sensitive. Wall. Like even if the edge of a towel touches it, it turns, uh -huh. you know, it should say, hello, good morning. And I'm like, not today. It is an interloper. I don't like it. <laughs> my boys would tell you that, that the one thing that I just haven't gotten over yet is when younger Guys, younger dudes call me old man. Mm. There, there, there used to been, be one of my favorite things to do to older have, guys. Yeah, there have been instances in the last, right? You know, recently, <laughs> where, where, where at my grandson's baseball game, this dude was getting thrown out or whatever, and he was walking by or whatever, and I kind of turned and looked at him. He's, "What are you looking at, old man?" Uh -uh. And, mm -mm. and Taylor, my son's like. Oh man, <laughs> it's about to be old. We How about, old was the kid? And then I got kicked out. Did you really get kicked? The dude? Out? Oh, the probably forty. I don't know. What are you looking at, old man? They're like, don't you wish you knew? It is amazing to me how many people can act just idiotic at the ball games. 
Oh, these, so many of these dads. Some of these dads these are, are completely out of control. Yes, and I think, were you any good at anything? No. You know what I'm saying? It's got to. It can't be the real athlete dad. But here's what it's I miss. Be the pseudo athlete dad that's acting a fool. Here's that's what a, I miss. It's theory. a pseudo athlete dad, but it's also in basketball. The thing I miss the most are the drunk dads on the sidelines. <laughs> I failed to appreciate that, that at a, the time. They have stopped that, by the way. Oh, that's so boring. Have yeah. they really? Uh-huh. They I replaced miss the fights it with high dads. Oh. When you You're walk right. in the parking lot, oh, you think the, the fires from I mean, Texas are... The puffs, <laughs> the clouds of smoke, you walk past the car and you're like, I feel a little altered. And then you get in the gym, but they're on the sideline, whatever they're saying, you're like, yeah. I don't even care. I mean, you think Why skunks, can't I go back skunks to 40 are on fire in the parking say, lot. The first, this is fun. The first time I realized that I was actually getting older and beginning to change, John David, my youngest, was, was, a, was a great baseball player and we... We played all over the planet to travel baseball. He went to IMG, and I mean, he was just a really mm-hmm. good baseball player. And I occasionally was kind of mouthy, but it was mostly about fairness. I can't imagine. Right? I could mean, take. I could either side of it. Fairness. You just be fair, right? <laughs> Justice. I mean, if you're gonna, if yeah. you're gonna be a terrible referee, be terrible both ways. Correct. That was my okay. theory. And then one day, I found myself. <laughs> one, one of the other dads on the team was like confronting the. The umpire, as the game was ending, like like there was going to be an altercation, and all of a sudden I found myself like in the middle of it, <laughs> and when it was you know just kind of you know holding both sides back, and when when I left, I told John David, I said I said, dude, I don't even know what to do. I've never been in the middle before. <laughs> You've been one of the two the two the two ends. I've gotten so old. I'm trying to mediate. Golly, God. here I am, Moses, in the middle. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, we got to take a break. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We'll be back. Welcome back into the program. You like that? Under pressure? Did that make you start kind of No, that's my favorite song. That's how I feel about everything. Really? Under pressure? Yeah, but I I enjoy it. I do do better under pressure. Good. Okay, so thanks, Sky. You're welcome. I just, thank you. I just enjoy it. Okay, look. So we're we're just talking. Mm Mm-hmm. There is a sense of justice in that runs kind of in the current through you guys. Okay. Okay. And there's justice that needs to happen in one of the races that the courts created. The South Alabama race. A swamp creature, a thing. I mean, basically, this is the thing from the Munsters running against a good guy. So, what's actually happening have people heard the the ads for Jerry Carl have they heard the crapola being spewed are they aware of the op that's being run apparently phone calls are being made we got to verify this before we say who's making phone calls but we need we need verification on that but what in the Hale County is going on with Barry Moore and Jerry Carl? Much of this is Greg's opinion, but I'll try to point out the actual facts. So Ken Griffin is a uber wealthy sort of establishment, kind of what what people these days call rhino type Republican donors, Mm -hmm. uh, supports a lot of those folks, but he also supports Obama's foundation, give a million dollars to Obama's foundation, put $60 million into the 2020 elections in just, but only kind of the, the, the right, the, the centrist Democrats 
and the left of center Republicans are the only ones that get his money. So he put inexplicably, um, he put um, millions and millions of dollars into a super PAC. Only now we find out, of course, that this is the main PAC that is supporting Nikki Haley, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. But so it's the it's, it's the it's the again this is the biggest or the big pack supporting Nikki Haley. This who, is everyone the, knows she's not going to win against Trump. She is getting pounded. I mean, just beat like a drum. Sixty million dollars he's put into this pack. Okay, sixty million, and everybody, of course, is asking why. So she's getting drummed next week. Next week on Super Tuesday, she's going to get killed. She's going to lose every single state. The race will be over. Mm -hmm. So. Everyone I know has been asking me, Greg, what, why, why is she staying in? Well, here's mm -hmm. why. Ken Griffin is, is cherry-picking Freedom Caucus members around the country that also happen to have an opponent in the Republican primaries. Mm -hmm. In our case, because of what the courts did in trying to create an a African-American district out of Alabama too, mm -hmm. they took two sitting congressmen, Jerry Carl who, from Mobile and, um, and Barry Moore from the Wiregrass, mm -hmm. and put them into one district, and it basically runs um, that, the, the southernmost counties of Alabama from Georgia all the way to Mississippi. Okay. Okay. And that, that's, the, that's it. This is the sixth most conservative district in America. Mm. Barry Moore is the fourth most conservative member of Congress at this point. Jerry Carl is a, is a distant afterthought mm -hmm. as it relates to conservatives. Right. Barry and most people who, well, the people who know, who keep up, right. who follow politics, right. know that. That's not a disparagement. That is just, that the, is just true. Barry true. Moore is far more conservative. Barry Moore is one of the most conservative members of the U.S. House of Representatives, and Jerry Carl is not. It's, it's not. not even close. It's not even close. Hmm. Enter Ken Griffin and his $60 million. Okay. And now all of a sudden, you've got ads running, you've got uh, flyers showing up in the mail, you've got TV ads running, radio. It's everywhere. Mm -hmm. Basically describing Barry Moore as sort of this evil character out there that hates Trump. <laughs> Wasn't That's Barry Moore like one of the first people that was for Trump? Barry Moore was the first elected official in America to endorse Donald J. Trump on August 16th of 2015 in Mobile, Alabama. Oh my gosh. At Davis Wade State. Well, yeah. That when, uh, details, sessions. details, Greg Phillips. His daughter. Oh, my gosh. The next year, the, when, when the uh, delegates were actually selected, his daughter was the youngest Republican delegate for Donald Trump ever. Hmm. <laughs> Jerry Carl not only didn't support Trump, but he, he doesn't know him. He doesn't know anything about it. And all of a sudden, now they're trying to explain Tell everybody that, that Barry Moore is not a Trump guy. Full disclosure here, Barry is a friend. Mm -hmm. We fish together. I'm friends mm -hmm. with Heather, his wife. I mean, these are just great people. Mm -hmm. I love these people. Not only are they conservative, they're great Christians. They're just amazing people, and, and they have a place in, in my heart. But this Ken Griffin guy, th think about what's happening here. Why is Haley staying in? Mm -hmm. One is to make Trump spend money. Right. 
spend more of his resources Ken so he Gri- can't. Ken Griffin is sponsoring that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the second thing is, there's, and why is she kept saying, well, I got to stay in until after Super Tuesday? Because she was told to by her, by these, these, these leftist owners. Mm-hmm. She was told to do it. And they're trying to take out the Freedom Caucus. Jerry Carl hates Matt Gates. He hates Marjorie Taylor Greene. Mm-hmm. He hates everything about every one of them in the Freedom Caucus and hates Barry. It's, it's astounding to me that, that a guy like Ken Griffin would come into, into Alabama, one of the most conservative districts in America, and nobody knows why he's here, what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's just spending all of this money. So, so strategically, now that you've pointed that out, strategically what would happen with Nikki Haley being in the race, mm-hmm. every race, she's every primary we've already had, she has a big portion of her supporters, I think in one state maybe half, right. were Biden voters. Biden voters who come over into the Republican primary to go try to help Nikki Haley so she can make life harder on Donald Trump, etc. So in a place like Alabama, Nikki Haley stays in, uses her machinery and the super PAC's, to, and the money. Super PAC's money to turn out more Democrats mm-hmm. to go vote in the Republican primary. To, which, beat Barry to Moore. beat people like Barry Moore, who are the conservatives. That's the that's the only way. That's that's what makes sense. It's it's a hundred percent right. So so um, back uh, in twenty twenty, uh, Donald J. Trump endorsed Barry. I'm just going to read it because mm-hmm. I think this is going to be reaffirmed here soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was um, this was what in a year and a half ago. Um, con- this is from Donald Trump. Congressman Barry Moore is an incredible representative for Alabama. Barry is a conservative warrior who tirelessly works on behalf of our country to secure our border, defend the First and Second Amendments, protect life, promote American agriculture, strengthen and support our military, and provide the care of our brave veterans deserve. Barry Moore is one of my earliest supporters of our movement, and he has my complete and total endorsement. And now, if you were, if you are in the wiregrass and you can actually hear this, mm-hmm. you you know that Jerry Carl is running ads that say that Donald Trump doesn't support Barry and that Barry doesn't even like Trump. Yes. What a lie! And look, the establishment will say whatever it takes, and they, yeah, they will, will they will cloak themselves as the most conservative person. We talked about this race just a few days ago. Yep. You read the campaign materials, they're the same person. But Washington is weighing in, trying to help Carl. So, so come people on should Alabama. ask the question. We gotta take a break. We'll be back. We are back, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson. Amy Beth Shaver is here. Greg Phillips is uh, hanging out with us for a little while. Allison Sinclair is off at the uh, geriatrician. It's not a geriatrician, but thanks it's Stuart for Tankersley all, for the term. For all you old folks. Well, you know what? They're fun. <laughs> the geriatricians They're are fun. fun. You get good yes, stories. They are. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you don't even get a sucker. 
You don't even At need a sucker. At least the pediatricians. No, let me tell you do something. Do pediatricians still give suckers or is, is now that too much sugar? They want, it, it's a scam. It's like the dentist. Oh, yeah, don't eat sugar, but here's a sucker because you were a good kid. Yeah, well, the dentist wants you to here's come back. Here's the thing. After you visit my husband's specialty. Okay. Okay. If you is he have a, a colon, Well, he sees older. You know what he could do is he could just give away cigars. Just have a box of cigars. That's that his would favorite be better, thing. Right? He loves cigars. Hmm? I know, but just give them away to his patients. You, They're dying anyway. You, you know what? They are. <laughs> but what you could do, though, is after you go see him for a colonoscopy or an endoscopy, you mm-hmm. get to look forward to a great lunch. That's You have said that so much. Like that's that, what we do like after we thing. get our colonoscopies is we go is like, out. Whoever didn't have their procedure that day, we're like, where are we going to go to lunch? It's going to be fun. Because through the night, it's terrible. And the next day, you're like, For all you frequent fasters, it shouldn't be so bad. No, it's terrible anyway. You're a faker, a fake faster. I'm not a faker. There is a song called Fakin'. I was going to play that last week. We were talking Mm -hmm. about another politician, but I held off. Scott, someday we're going to be able to play the little... If I'm going to figure... I'm going to get quicker on that so I can play it like you do. Play it quick. Yeah. Okay. Okay, anyway. Anyway, I'm just saying, yes, perhaps he's in a clutch of geriatricians. Perhaps. That's okay. It's all right. Sam. Everybody has to have doctors. Well, they do, but mine's fun, and you can put things on his socks because he's a fun sock guy. <laughs> his kids get him socks she with loves emojis. Her husband so much. Well, he's hilarious. Emojis made me think. Have you seen the thing where the uh, where the young people are like, "Mom, there's emojis popping up on the dash of my car." <laughs> I'm like, "Those are warning lights." <laughs> Those are things you, you should pay attention to. <laughs> Turn into the service let's, station let's go now. To Chris, Chris, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Hey guys, I, I, I appreciate y'all kind of clarifying what's going on. You know, when you're outside looking in. You really don't know the intricacies of who's funding what and all this stuff and. uh I knew there was something was fishy going on with the, these ads about uh, uh, Representative Moore. Uh, his office has always been, uh, well, first of all, they answer the phone. Second of all, they call you back. And that's rare in politics today. And, it is. Uh, and I think losing him would be devastating for this state. But uh, the, the, the one that just I couldn't understand was this ad about Barry Moore against the wall and all this garbage, which yeah. everybody knows. If you follow politics, you knew that was kind of a bunch of bunk. But I'm glad you're kind of clarifying what's going on because I knew when Jerry Carl voted for the NDAA, he's not our guy. Right. Yeah. And uh, and that was it for me. So I was like, this guy's nothing but an inside Mick fan, and I'm not. I'm not a big fan. I understand that. You no, know, and I think he was maybe even came out was talking about how you know. The Ukrainian war possibly is going to help the economy of Alabama because all the supplies are producing here. Right. But at the same time, it's just like, you know, money just flying out of this country. He's caring more about the folks over in Ukraine and, and what's going on over there than the border and uh, trying to protect this country here. So I, I'm glad to hear, you know, get some details on what and who's funding uh, Absolutely, Chris. I appreciate it, buddy. Uh, Great call. Thank yeah, you very man. much. Thanks. The thing that gets me about that is, you know, I was involved in a lot of political races through the years and uh, helping other people, not just mine. And, you know, sometimes there's a little, a little gray area there on, mm-hmm. on, the, on the attack. Mm-hmm. But I always felt like, look, you can't go out and say that somebody like Barry Moore is against the law. 
You don't. Right, you, right. I mean, even going and taking a vote that somebody put an amendment on that didn't allow this or whatever. That one's even far for the for the stretch and the spin. You know what I'm saying? You can spin things a little bit and and kind of maybe kind of. But when you come out and say things like Barry Moore's against the law or Barry Moore's against Donald Trump, those are just full out you- fabrication lies. Barry Moore has one of the most conservative voting records in all of Congress, period. It is so far, in a way, more conservative than Jerry Carl mm-hmm. that it, it's not even close. And the idea that these liars would spend all of this money, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars, to spread lies about a good Christian man like Barry Moore is, is pretty, pretty 